Hello and welcome to the Premier High School Sports Podcast. My name is Troy Howell. I got Clark Howell with me. It is the day after Christmas, so we're celebrating all the all the Christmas holidays. Uh, Clark, how's it going? Hey, it's been fun. It's been a hectic last three days, and uh, we're flying around everywhere, but uh, it's a, also a great time of year for some high school basketball. Yeah, so we uh, we came out with our preseason rankings. We've been doing rankings every week. Um, you can find them on Kentucky Sports Radio, but we uh, uh, haven't done a preseason podcast because we've been so busy, you know, with the kids and everything. Um, so I think our top four, you know, and most people agreed if you looked at the consensus top four, it included Clark County, Warren Central are kind of the top two. And then I think it was what Trendy and North Laurel, I think those were maybe the top four that most people had. Is that is that right? I think so. We had those four, and then I think we had shortly behind them was uh, Great Crossing, but um, pretty pretty consistent on who we had at the top preseason. And then we thought like Gapesis wasn't going to be there, so that you know helps Ballard go back up. But those were kind of the the consensus teams, you know, so far. So or to start the year. Uh, so do you want to go over the the latest top ten now and kind of say what's kind of changed and who's who's surprised a few? People? Yeah. So so I've got our our top ten, which came out today. Um, so it includes all the holiday tournaments up to before Christmas, and obviously it'll I'm sure shake up a lot after this week with some more top teams. Um, but number one, Warren Central. Uh, I think probably pretty much everybody agrees they're the top team in the state. Um, they win won the King of the Bluegrass in pretty convincing fashion. Uh, number two, Covington Catholics also undefeated. Uh, number three, Great Crossing uh, has lost twice to once to Warren Central, once to Covington Catholic. They beat Clark County. Uh, we talked about it was the preseason favorite. Uh, Western uh, Louisville Westerns fourth. Their only losses to Warren Central. Uh, fifth, we actually had a three-way tie for fifth with Ballard. Uh, as you mentioned, Gabe Sisk is back, which uh, moves them from a borderline top 25 team to probably a top 10 team. Uh, and then uh, they're tied with North Laurel. You mentioned uh, Reed Shepard. And, uh, you know, they, they had a decent result down in the city of Palms. I think they went 2-2 two and two, um, in that national tournament. And then Mason County is Probably are they the biggest surprise of the state so far? Uh, in Harlan too, yeah. until until they lost to Pike. Well, I think those two have been a pleasant surprise for fans. Uh, and then eighth, uh, Lexington Catholic, who that's probably about where where a lot of people thought they would be. Their only loss, I think, is to North Laurel. Uh, undefeated McCracken County is ninth, and then North Oldham uh, is tenth. Um, and I'll say one of the most disappointing parts of last week was the Mason County McCracken County game. They were supposed to play in the mm. finals of the Mason County tournament and uh, got canceled. Right. McCracken had to get home before the all the all the cold weather, so that would have been interesting to see. But uh, so I think the undefeated teams left are Warren Central, Covington Catholic, um, Mason County, and McCracken County. Uh, I believe is all. Uh, I could be missing one, but off the top of my head, that's all I can come up with. Collins has had a pretty good team too. They're kind of on the border of the top ten. They just had a loss, but. Most of these teams, they don't have any bad losses, you know. Right. I mean, North Oldham, they had. I think Dallas Roberts was hurt, you know, against Simon Kitten. Mm-hmm. But if you have a bad loss, you know, you want to counter it with a real good win, you know. But um, yeah, I think those teams are good, and so and you know, someone else that we thought would be good after last year was Mail, but they've they've had so many transfers mm-hmm. out. It hurt them in football and basketball. They could be a top two or three team in the state. Caleb Glenn, you know, and. Uh, some other guys. So I guess Trinity got a lot of transfers in, but they might not have had the chemistry so far. They did well in the summer tournament, you know, um, but summer is different, you know, it's just a different ball game. 
Yeah, we won't get into that rant again. Right. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Trinity clearly is talented. They got Dre Vassar from J-Town. Uh, they got Jaden Johnson, like you mentioned, from Mail. Uh, they brought back uh, just about everybody. Uh, Cam McClain's probably their, their top returner. Uh, they got, I think, C.J. Walls. Uh, so they've got a, a good team. Um, but watching them play kind of in the early part of the year, they just they haven't played great. Right. Uh, that doesn't mean they won't be. Uh, I will say, historically... It's probably you have a better chance to win a state tournament if you're ranked number in the top five in the preseason versus if you're ranked in the top five two thirds of the way through the year. It's just tied at the end of the year that talent that puts you there at the start shows through. Uh, but you know they just right now we've got them ranked 16th, um, which some people think I guess is way too low. I think that is is you know generous based on the fact that you know their best wins are maybe two wins over to Sales who's Mail maybe to the Mail. Yeah, they beat Mail. They, honestly, I didn't think they looked very good beating yeah. Mail. Um, so they just, I mean, they don't have the results yet to, to vault them. And they've got, you know, probably maybe do they have the worst loss of any team. Is Clark, the, yeah, it's it's a worse loss than Clark County's loss. Yeah, I think, I think LaRue County's yeah. a, good, a pretty good team. Um, I mean, Fern Creek is, yeah. I, you know, you go back and what they lose by 50, 50 plus. Mail. And, and Trinity had their guys playing. It's not like yeah. the guys were hurt, you know, so. But Louisville's kind of weird this year because a lot of teams have like a weird loss here and there, and it's a it's kind of like in football. There's a lot of parity in Louisville. It seems like, don't you think that the sixth region is kind of open with some good teams, and the seventh region, you know, Trinity could win Ballard, but there's other teams as well. Yeah, the sixth region. I, I was uh, talking earlier. I think this might be the first year in a long time the sixth region is better than the seventh. Yeah. Um. I. I mean, as of now, I think you have to consider Western the best the best team in Louisville um Ballard's right there with them I mean with with Sisk healthy I think but I mean Western what little I've seen of them and you know they didn't play in the King of the Bluegrass they're not playing in uh Lexington Catholic so I I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to see them in person this year but they they seem to be really good um you know DeSales like I said they're good they're a solid team uh PRP Evangel yeah Evangel PRP's not lost to anybody in the state they haven't really played a great schedule so it's hard to tell but yeah Butler, um, so I mean, lots of, of good teams in the sixth region and the seventh. Um, you know, Mail's got a losing record, I think. Uh, we we think Ballard's good. Manuel's Trinity should be good. good. Manuel was pretty yeah, good. They got these guys back um, last but, year. So if there was like a sixth, seventh region challenge this year, you took the top five teams from each playing each other. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Saint X, pretty good. I mean, they got so, some talent. Eastern. I think Eastern. Uh, they got beat of, by Cal. Kind of, kind of flying under the radar. KCD. I think. KCD. Yeah. First time they beat them in a long yeah, time. So uh, yeah, it's this is probably. You know, I'm not sure if there's the elite team in Louisville, but there's it, it's kind of fun because anybody can beat anybody. So that's it might hurt some rankings for some Louisville teams because yeah. you're going to take some losses to maybe teams that aren't top 25 but are still good teams. Yeah, and I think our talent in the state got a little better when some guys returned back, mm-hmm. like Jacob Mayer, Jacob Mayer and um, Gabe Sisk. Mm-hmm. But we lost Caleb Glenn. And, but this is one of our most talented classes, and that sophomore class, is really good. Like Great Crossing could be the best sophomore class in a long time, yeah, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I don't know how much you've seen of Malachi Marino. I was I watched him last year, and I mean, you know, he wasn't great. But I mean, you he can was. Tell he's you going you to could be tell better. he was going to be yeah. this year. He's he looked significantly yeah. better. He's got really soft hands, good touch around the basket. I mean, uh, he didn't really get into too much foul trouble when I watched him. He's got good timing. I wonder if he could be the best center from Kentucky, maybe since J.R. Van Hoos in the late nineties. Wow. Yeah, he's got. I, I don't know who's going to be after him. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of schools that are going to be recruiting him. He's a lot taller than his brother was. You know, his brother mm-hmm. 
was more of a, you know, needed a few more inches, I guess, to be like at UK or something. But um, Great Crossing is really good. The 11th region overall is going to be a fun region. Mm -hmm. Madison Central has got a lot of talent like normal, you know, some new guys, some guys left. Hagen Harrison and uh, Davis and then uh, Henry Clay, you know, they're just kind of scrappy, you know. They'll use their defense. Douglas is pretty good. You know, I'm kind of excited about that tournament at Bath County because it's got Douglas and Harlan. Yeah. They could match up in the semis. Yeah, that'd be an interesting matchup. Uh, Harlan, you mentioned them. They're an interesting team as well. You know, they lost Jordan uh, Call yeah. last year. was a, you know, I, I don't remember if he was the, the player of the year in that region, but but a, an all-state player. And so, but they brought pretty much everybody yeah. back. Um, I think a couple of McClendons, Jaden Gist. Uh, they're, they're fun to watch. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting to see how they match up against against Frederick Douglas. Um, Douglas has you know two really good players in uh, in uh, Boone. Um, can't think of his first name right now. Sophomore played really well last year. Armello, I think. Yeah. Uh, Boone. Uh, Bussin. I, I think I heard that Boone might be uh, your old boss Boone at Bryan Station. Yeah. I think it might be his brother. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I overheard somebody saying so. Uh, he's good, and then yeah, uh, Kai Simpson. Uh, if that's how you pronounce it. So those two guys are real solid. Um, yeah, that'll be fun. I still need to figure out if Chappelle Whitney is any relation to Brock Whitney. No, from that's, Central. Yeah, that's a good question. No one can give me an answer. Like, okay. I mean, I talk to people on their staff, like at the Sweet 16, waiting outside the game, and they're like, uh, I don't know. So I'm like, <laughs> okay. But um, Warren Central and Bowling, Bowling Green's good, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know we're kind of all over the place, but the 10th region is uh, we're talking about that. That's going to be one to watch at Mason County. People are talking like, even though George Rogers Clark had lost a couple, they, people were acting like they're just going to waltz into Maysville with no trouble and beat Mason County. And I'm like, they they got to raise their level of play. Yeah. If they're going to, they could. Oh, yeah. But they've got to raise the level of play. Yeah, I mean, I we talked about Mason County's ranked higher than Clark County right now based on what they've done this year. If I had to pick right, right. now, I would pick Clark County yeah. to come out of the region. But, uh, you know, coming into the year, I would have said, you know, 95-plus percent chance. You know, now that's down to, I don't know, 60, 65 percent at most. Yeah. Because um, Mason County's played well. Clark County, I, they have the talent. They just, I mean, they were not, they did not come to play against LaRue County. Um, great crossing, you know, it was just a tough loss to a good team. Yeah, they were they, could, they were ahead most of the game. Uh, but, yeah, they just did not bounce back from that one. So, uh, 10th, Bracken County will be yeah. interesting. Um, you know, they're they're playing well. They play Mason County uh, tomorrow. Okay. Uh, in the start of the... Yeah, that's weird that the two <laughs> don't, regions... Don't, don't play anybody... District game, they don't play anybody... Mm-hmm. Or a district game against each other, but they're playing in the first round wow. of the, of the Lacing Catholic Tournament. So, that one will be fun with uh, Blake Reed's, you know, one of the best scorers yeah. in the state. Um, so, yeah, the 10th. Uh, Harrison County got a nice win over Henry Clay. Uh, so pretty, pretty good compared to maybe what I thought they would be. Yeah, Montgomery County's got some young talent, you know, and they almost beat Bracken County, and Bracken almost beat uh, Cuff Calf, you know. Yeah, they were competitive with Cuff Calf. Uh, it was right? nine points, right. I think. Someone was saying that um, people were saying that Cuff Calf seemed um, too high at number two, which maybe if you look at their, you know, they got Ipsaro, but maybe they lost some other guys transfer out. But if you just look at the results, undefeated with the win over the number three team, and they a, deserve that yeah, pretty, ranking. Pretty easy win yeah. over them. I mean it wasn't it wasn't super competitive. I mean I think it was double digits most of the way. Uh yeah, I mean if I were picking who do I think the second most talented team or, or you know power ranking, I would probably wouldn't have them second. I'd still have them top ten. Yeah. Um but I mean Ipsaro's one of the best players in the state. Uh you know Caskill McGillis a good shooter. Um 
you know, Brady Hussey we've talked about. It's a great two-sport athlete, one of the best tennis players in the state, uh, a real solid guard for them. So, you know, they're they're good. Um, I, I don't I don't think you could argue anybody else except maybe Western yeah. at number two in the state right. over them. I, maybe Mason County, but I think that's a stretch because, you know, Cuffcat, even results-based, uh, is probably higher and talent-based. But, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they deserve to be it for sure. Yeah, and then I was thinking about the All A. Um, we're talking about the All A is going to be fun. You know, we're mm-hmm. talking about Harlan. Some of those uh, smaller mountain regions, you've got a every team is in the All A pretty much, <laughs> except for one or two. Yeah. But Pikeville and they split with um, with Harlan this year, and Pikeville beat them, I guess, in the last game mm-hmm. of the Pikeville Invitational tournament. But um, I guess some of the favorites, Murray. That Grant Whitaker has been hurt some, so I don't know what his status is. But he, so Murray's been kind of struggling, you know. But you think those might be some of the favorites there? Um, the, I mean, Lyon County. There's a ton yeah. of good teams. Lyon County, Owensboro Catholic. Uh, yeah, they're probably the best team in the third. They had what now. they had the big win over Bowling Green, I think. Yeah. Um, so you've got, and then like in the ninth region, uh, Holy Cross. You've got you know Jacob Meyer up there. Um, Saint Henry's and. So, I don't know how good they yeah, are. Yeah, really good. Uh, the the eighth region, I, I assume Walton Verona is still Class A. You know, they had the win over Evangel to start the year, or Owen County. Uh, Tegan Moore's, you yeah. know, a, maybe a dark horse Mr. Basketball candidate. Um, Evangel. Uh, so yeah. there's, I mean, there's all kinds of good teams. LCA is pretty good out of, right. out of uh, Lexington. Uh, the 12th region, uh, people probably Danville. don't know much about them, but Dan, Danville and Danville Christian, yeah. uh, both. Both are good. Danville Christian was there last year, and, and I, pretty impressive. Uh, so they got that seven foot. Yeah, I think the All A is going to be loaded this year. Yeah, so the All A that's right, right in early February. So I'll probably have to miss it into into January. I yeah. think January 29th or something might be the last. Oh, day. It'll be kind so of busy. You might you might be busy. Yeah. I'll I'll try to be there. Right. I'll, I'll keep you filled in. Yeah, so that'll be a good one. And then the um, is there any um, region or just any storylines that? Well, I did want to mention one: the North Laurel. Like, I, I guess there's a chance, but it's they're not the overwhelming favorite to win state. But what kind of story would it be if Reed Shepard gets, you know, gets on fire? It, could Rep Arena be packed, you know, for the semifinals, for the finals? And who, who would, the, if they match up, like who would, like a Ballard or just, you know, it'd be a crazy crowd. Madison Central, great Yeah, if you, if you brought somebody like a, a Madison Central Clark who County. typically brings a good crowd or a Mason County. Um, but I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think if you got one of those teams, yeah, you, great crossing. I don't know what type of crowd they'd bring, but you've got maybe the best sophomore in the state and definitely the best sophomore class in the state, you know, throwing Dawson, uh, you know, and, uh, Burrell's played really well lately along with, uh, Marino, but, uh, Shepard would be the draw. Yeah. Um, maybe you know, Travis Perry, maybe if they yeah, make it far. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be fun. Um, you know, those... I think back in the in the early '80s, with some Simon Kenton and some Virgie, you had you had Virgie guy going to UK, and uh, Simon Kenton had a run Mason County. You know, it's it's kind of those teams that maybe aren't there as often. Uh, when teams like that have have great players and make a run, that makes for some excitement. So that would be there, yeah. There's definitely a potential for a pretty exciting uh, state tournament with some of these teams. So to surpass like Richie Farmer, would he need to win a state? Just as far as a legend in Kentucky, would he need to win a state championship? You remember Ballard against Clay yeah. County? Could we get on that level of a I don't think so. Game? I don't think you're going to hit that. Rex Chapman, um, another legend. Yeah, I, I don't think, and just this day and age, it's going to be hard for anyone yeah. to, to reach that level. I think he would have needed uh, maybe to make the finals or win it last year, uh, bring in some hype, and, and kind of have, you know, like you said, Richie had Allen Houston to, yeah. to 
play against and, and kind of you look at the contrast of the, the mountain school and the city school and, uh, you know, you look at the contrast of the guy who everyone assumed was going to Louisville ended up going to Tennessee, but versus the UK player. And uh, so I don't think we quite can match up with that, but, uh, but definitely um, there's, there's some potential for some excitement there. Yeah. And then the, uh, what about on the 16th region, like when Ashland plays Boyd County, that seems like there'd be a good matchup there and maybe some bad blood with all that stuff. I, Ashland has a new coach, right? I yep. think they, they have a new coach and then they've got a guy from Boyd mm-hmm. and then another guy was in the middle of it that's still at Boyd yep. and Boyd's playing well. So um, I think those would be some matchups to watch. You yeah. Know? They, I mean, of course they played earlier in the year and yep, I think Ashland gave Boyd did. their only loss yeah. this year. Um, which, yeah, I would have thought there might have been some, some fireworks with that type of game. I'm not sure. Uh, I got to stream a little bit of it. Uh, it was um, I didn't get to see all of it, but, uh, you know, Ashland just kind of outplayed them. Um, was that a regular district game? wonder why they played so early. I don't know. That was kind Montgomery of played Paris. Yeah, Montgomery and Paris usually play toward yeah. the start of the year. So I guess some teams get, if you play two, you want to spread them out maybe yeah. so you're not playing, you know, back-to-back weeks. Do they sometimes not count one of the games toward the postseason standings? So it depends on how the district, how the district sets up. So if yeah. a district is having you play each team home and away, uh, then those count. But if you play like in a tournament or something like yeah. that, then that wouldn't count. Or... You know, some districts, um, just kind of like in football, the ACC, I think North Carolina played a non-conference game against Wake Forest oh, really? uh, last year or huh. something. So you With can COVID do, yeah, you can do something like that um, where uh, if you're playing that extra game. But but it, it just depends on how the districts work it out, which um, we won't get into district seating, but it is interesting that you just yeah. kind of do it however you want. Yeah, it would be kind of cool. They should make a rule that if a, a team refuses to play another team in the district, it's a loss. And so then you would do district seating. Well, then you'd have people who'd be playing one another. Yep. And then um, somebody said they were getting on. Um, I won't make a comment either way because, I, I mean, I don't know who all. People there. People transfer in and out for different reasons, and there's no reason for me. that I know that this school is shady and this isn't. But people were saying, like, well, uh, why doesn't Mason play Clark County? And first of all, I don't know if that Mason refuses to play Clark County, but say they do, say they just don't play them. And then someone else said, well, because they think they recruit everybody, mm-hmm. you know. So, I mean, I guess within a region, a region, if a team doesn't want to play, then that's fine. Yeah. I mean, you don't have, I mean, and then should another team be like, well, you won't play us, you know. It probably depends on the region, uh, the reason, because no one knows who refuses what and, yeah. you know, all the bad blood. Yeah, and, and I mean, I'm sure it's frustrating if you're trying to fill out a schedule and there's a team that, it would make sense for you to play that just won't play you. Um, you know, I think private schools have had that issue from time to time. Yeah. I think there was a stretch when Lexington Catholic, the the public schools in Lexington wouldn't right. play them. They kind of had to come to an agreement. That was, you know, yeah. almost 20 years ago. Uh, but uh, it is frustrating. Um, you know, it's what's, you know, what's best for the kids. Well, it's if you can play a game 10 minutes away instead of two hours away, that gives you the same competition. Right. Well, that's easier on everybody involved, but, uh, you know, sometimes people get a little stubborn. But that's a long drive, too, between Clark County that's true. and yeah, Mason that's a, County. That's, a, that's not an easy trip. That's yeah. a little bit different. But uh, it is interesting that they haven't played the last couple of years when, you know, they've kind of got a what I would consider a rivalry. Yeah. You know, maybe everyone in the in the county or in the region has a rivalry with Mason County since uh, you have to go there to right. play just about every year in the, in the tournament. But, uh yeah, with all, it, it's hard to complain too much about other schools bringing in players when uh, – yeah, when just about every players, school is yeah. right now, and uh, unless you uh, you get caught like a few schools right. have lately, yeah. then uh, I don't know if that's much different than what other schools are doing. But it's hard to say. So, are there any other 
any region stories that stand out to you? Any that you really got your eye on to see what happens and how it develops in a certain region? Well, I, this is maybe more statewide, but with the fourth region, you know, you've got Bowling Green and Warren Central. Just like last year. Like every yeah. year, they've dominated. Um, but I, I think kind of the interesting storylines with that are, uh, you know, Warren Central uh, is looking to be a team to become the runner-up in the state and move into the state champion the next year. Uh, was Holmes? I think Holmes might have been the last team that did that. There were in, Warren Central in, themselves oh, was wait, one. They, they went the other yeah, direction. Some of them do that. Um, but you know, it used to have. I think from forty nine through like fifty three, it happened four or five Clay times. County, Ballard, yeah. So it, it happened a bunch for a while. Hadn't happened much lately. And then also, yeah, Warren Central GRC were one and two in the state. Yeah. Um, you know, could they play in the championship game again? It'd be I think the third time that had happened. Uh, you know, you mentioned Clay County yeah. and Ballard. Uh, Maysville and Brewers in forty seven and forty eight, and it was also a switch at who won it. So, and then I think maybe the first two Henry Cla- or Lexington beat Somerset back to back in eighteen and nineteen, nineteen eighteen nineteen nineteen. Uh, so that's kind of interesting to see. You know, Warren Central they can do that, or Bowling Green is trying to be you lose Mister Basketball, and I think Bowling Green's still good enough to make a Final Four. Yeah. Um, when you think about how many teams have lost Mister Basketball and then the next year made a Final Four. Uh, I think the last one was probably J-Town, who lost Mr. Basketball won it all. Uh, Tilford graduated in 05, Mr. Basketball, they won it in 06. But most of the time that's happened, um, like Seneca lost Mr. Basketball, well, they still had Wes Unsold. That that makes a difference. Yeah. Uh, Mail when they lost uh, Wesley Cox, Mr. Basketball, they had the sophomore Daryl Griffith coming in. So uh, I don't know if Bowling Green has a star like that, so it'll be interesting to see kind of which of those two might happen uh, with, with two elite teams and uh, that have dominated that region. Yeah, I'm trying to think of any other regions that might stand out. But, you know, kind of the 12th region with Pulaski County. They were so good last year, but they played kind of an easy schedule. They started out great this year. You got a team like Danville. And then can Lincoln County recapture the magic, you know, and get back? So I think the 12th region is kind of always one that intrigues me to watch. It's an easy drive from here. And, of course, the 10th, which we already talked about. Yeah, what about, what about the 13th? Do you think uh, Harlan can beat North Laurel? Oh, yeah, that's true. And then uh, you got Harlan County. Harlan County's good. Yeah, I don't know about Knox Central. Yeah, and Corbin I thought might be pretty good. I don't know that they've done much this year. Wonder, oh, it's always at Corbin, isn't it? So, I think Harlan can do it, you know. They could. Could. Um, I, I think North Laurel is definitely the favorite. Yeah. But. I'd like to go to a game at Harlan. It's it's a long drive. but doesn't a that, long Doesn't way. it seem like a cold? You went to Harlan County. I've been to Harlan County. They had a beautiful facility. Wow. Harlan's got the tradition, though, mm-hmm. you know? That's probably like an old-school place. Oh, yeah, Wawa Jones. I, I don't know what, if they've got yeah. when their gym's from, yeah. but you look at, you know, Wawa Jones and uh, 44 state champions, and then, uh, you know, Charles Thomas. With, yeah. Back when I was growing up, they won the All-A back-to-back in 94 and 95. Uh, you know, he was an outstanding player. So uh, they've definitely had uh, – they've got some history down there for sure. And then anything else stand out? Um. No, I think we've covered uh, most of the excitement. This Lexington Catholic tournament we've referenced yeah. has, I think, something like seven of the top 11 teams in the state. Yeah. Um, and then also, not even counted in that, you've got Lyon County with Travis Perry. You've got Holy Cross with Jacob Meyer. You've got Bracken County we talked about with, with Blake Reed. So, I mean, great teams, great mm-hmm. players. Uh, should be just a fantastic uh, week of basketball there. The first round has Warren Central, Madison Central. That's one I'm really intrigued by. Because Madison Central, they can get hot, you know, at any time. And then Warren Central, they just blew the doors. I mean, they looked so good. Off the of great grassing, yeah. They've got a really good team. I mean, and they've got like five or six guys. Unsold's really improved. Unsold's like good. Unsold can score with anybody. I mean, just very efficient shooter, can score inside. I mean, they've got 
there's nothing you can just say, well, if we take this away, we'll beat them. They can handle the ball, everybody. They all they can rebound. They're not super big, but they've got solid size across the board. They rebound well. They shoot well. They pass. I mean, they're a great passing team. They they're one of those. I mean, they, yeah, they play together. They've got. They can go at least seven deep with with quality players. I mean, they're just. I don't. I don't see any one thing that. Oh well, this guy had a bad game. Who cares? You know, somebody mm. else is going to pick it up. Whitney gets in foul trouble. Well, you know what? Glover's going to score twenty five, or or like you said, Unsold's going to hit eight threes. Or uh, oh, that walkup guy was on fire yeah, to start walk-up. the game. Villa Fuerte, I think he had a game earlier this year where he had maybe eight threes or something yeah. like that. He's a great passer, great ball. You know, he's really the only guy who's got like the specific. He's he's your point guard. Mm-hmm. Everybody else can do everything. They lost one guy from last year. Right? Yeah, Jaden Lawrence, and I mean yeah. he was he. He was probably their best player team. last year, okay. but I mean, they're, they're I think they're definitely better than they were because you take everybody else is a lot better, um, and th- yeah, they're just good. And so um, finally, um, what about um, people keep talking about UK basketball? You know, it's a struggle. You know, and I got a few thoughts. I'm sure you do, but my kind of thoughts are that we only have one pro, one surefire pro in the first round is is a. a Wallace, mm-hmm. and then Livingston could be, but he's not on the boards of like he's no not a lottery pick. And then we got the Player of the Year, but I don't think all Player of the Years are created equal. Like an Anthony Davis mm-hmm. versus Oscar, there's no comparison. So I'm kind of in a thought of like this year is not going to be great. It could we could make a run, we could get hot, but I'm not like I'm not like woe is me, like oh it's a bad year. I'm just looking forward to next year, you know. But that's I, Cal has been annoying me. But since next year's good, I'm like, help is on the way. That's my thought. Are you, are you that way too? Or are you kind of frustrated that you don't think we're getting the most out of our talent yeah. or we just don't have the talent, you know? I mean, I think they have the talent. I mean, you look at, at a guy like Frederick. Yeah, I was going to use him as he an example. He played well at Iowa. And they had that big player yeah, of the year. So they could do the one-two game. Right. So why can't we do yeah, it with I, Oscar and Frederick? And I mean, I don't know if, if there's a confidence thing or what, but... I, I mean, I don't know that this team is necessarily a national championship yeah. caliber team, but I think they, you know, just they look like they don't know what they're doing yeah. late in games. Yeah. And that's what's frustrating is, you know, if you can get into crunch time and, and you feel good about your chances, this team would be great. But when you get into crunch time and, I mean, you, you saw Michigan State, they kind of collapsed. Free throw. They um, can't hit yeah, the free this, throws. You know, this, um, this game, this last game. Um, same thing, you know, they couldn't score at the end. UCLA, they got, yeah, they that got was it really tied, bad. I think, and had a free throw to go up, and then from that point, just kind of again collapsed. And of course, Gonzaga, they just got yeah. blown out. But um, I don't know. It's it's just a lot. It feels like there's there's no plan. There's the ball screen. It's always they do a screen or a pick on the for the point guard that doesn't work. They don't do any <laughs> off the ball screens trying to free up shooters or trying to you know get easy looks inside. Right. It's just I'm I'm by no means a basketball expert yeah. in terms of coaching and X's and O's, but it just it doesn't look like there's a flow. So I was trying to compare. So of course, we had a great team in 2012, but if you go by player by player, I don't think there's any comparison. I think almost every position we'd be better in 2012. You know, like a with their roles they were on in the team, and then the six man. Would you agree, or or do you think there could be like a Miller to Reeves, or you think there could be comparisons? I mean, I think. The if you if you have Wheeler there at the point guard versus Teague, yeah, so and I'd Wheeler, say Teague. Wallace versus Lamb. You know, I think Wallace yeah. is is that very different role. Yeah, but I mean, is probably a better player a shooter. Yeah, but I mean, you just uh, inside uh, yeah. that, you just don't have guys who can dominate a game 
Yeah, and then they say that Wallace can guard, which he can, but we don't have like a Liggins, you know, who was there the year before, you know. Maybe he could be a Liggins. Yeah, he might. I mean, I think Wallace. Yeah. I've been impressed with how yeah. he guards. Um, I mean, maybe they just need to find the right combination. Maybe they just haven't got the right yeah that there that guy collins last year i was never impressed he seemed to turn it over too much he was only in for a couple minutes i never thought he would be our answer i wish we could have kept like hopkins this year bryce hopkins yeah he's played well um but it's always like we have the wrong guys that we keep and the right guys like seem to transfer out yeah i mean it's been tough with Toppin because he just hasn't you know i I think there was too much hype for him like oh he's gonna have a breakout and be a star and i mean He's can, a role player. Yeah, right. He, He's a role player. Yeah. You just need to be that to what it, what he is. But I mean, that is fine if that's how you set him up. But it's just some of those. I think maybe expectations get built up. And, yeah. And then when things don't work out, it's frustrating. And and you know who should get those minutes? Should you know should Livingston get more minutes at the four? Um, Probably instead of top. Probably. Or, yeah. I, I don't know. He played really well when he was in. Yeah. And then, like, it reminds me of the Eric Daniels team with Marquise Estel where they would pass it down to Daniels. They'd double him, and he just hit Estel for yep. the dunk. Why not pass it to Oscar and him just throw it over his shoulder right there in the lane for the dunk, you know, to to um, top it. Yeah, as know? good as he is, I don't know if he's great at passing out of the, yeah. out of the doubles and triples. Oscar's struggled a little bit this year. He's had the injury. And mm-hmm. so here's a question. I think Oscar's good in the post, but... Okay, let's just say that Oscar, now this is his best thing, so I hate to take away your best thing, but let's just say he's a good rebounder. Let's say he gets seven a game instead of 16. Would he even be like on anyone's radar as being anywhere near an All-American no, or anything? No, I don't think so. I so, mean, he'd be a, he'd just be he'd a, be a quality player. He'd throw it in there to him. He'd, so it's just it's, the rebounding. It's the rebounding. That, I mean, to me, only, yeah. I mean, it's just on such a different level. Yeah. But, I mean, Shooting. he, does, he yeah. does, you know, get steals. Yeah. Um, he does... Cause cause problems for people with the effort. So I mean, it, it kind of all goes together. But yeah. yes, I mean that that effort, which leads into the rebounding, is 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 the key. I think. Yeah, because with Davis, you had everything. You know, he could yeah. do it all. He could. Um, well, I I think that's about. Oh, the only other thing I was going to ask you was the. Um, you know how we just watched the World Cup, and then for many years, people would say, "Well, penalties is just a lottery. It's just a. It's so random." But then people started saying, no, like the coaches are like, we want to instill comments. We practice them every day. We we're, we have the goalkeeper ready for it. And so they kind of put it on the coaches, and the coaches are like, we got this. Mm-hmm. In England, I know they practice it. They got a new coach who focused on it. And could free, could free throws be the same way, something that follows Coach Calipari around that's like, hey, at Memphis, you blew it. Like, are they getting tired? Or So can you put that on the coach? Or some are like, well, don't blame the coach. But could you – what about recruiting people that are mentally tough enough and have a soft enough touch to make it? So what's your thought comparing the coaching of free throws versus penalty kicks? Am I just on my own island out there? I don't know. I mean, I – some people are going to be better the shooters than others. I mean, I think we all would understand that. And and a guy who's a 90% free throw shooter, coaching probably has very little to do with that other than maybe identifying that's yeah. the guy you want. But yeah, you, you you wonder about if you can build up pressure situations, but it's just hard to replicate that. Yeah. It's hard to replicate, um, you know, the, the situation where you've got to hit the free throw to win the game or where you've got to make the kick or where you've got to right. you know, make the second serve or any of those situations that something you you can do almost every time without even thinking about yeah. it. it it's almost the the mental side of it is the bigger issue right. and, and i don't know you know if, if 
you get a sports psychologist yeah. in there. I don't know what you do to try and build up that confidence. Um, like a double fault when right, the matches on right. the line. I, I was reading a book about the inner game yeah, of tennis yeah. and, and the idea of essentially, you know, when you think about it, it's not going to work. Yeah. You know, you just want to, you, your body knows what to do. You just have to get your mind to let your yeah. body do what it does and, and not saying yes. And I don't know how much um, a coach can help with that or not. Uh, but, but having the right guys in the right situation, I think is, is where you can see that happen more. I was reading a book about quarterbacking by Bruce Feldman, and they take the best high school quarterbacks at QB1 camp, and they put them through all these drills and tests, and they try to figure out who has that mental edge, who is just going to be a warrior and a leader. And then it's not about the skills, but it's just about like figuring that out. Yeah. Who who can you peel it back and trust him with the game on the line? And I wonder, does Cal, when he says Kentucky's not for everyone, when he does recruiting, is there a way to get out there and look someone in the eyes and be like, this is the guy who's not afraid to take the shot? Because some guys at UK are afraid to take the yeah. shot. Maybe it's Cal's fault for putting the pressure on him. But do you think Cal could do a better job of like recruiting guys who are like the alphas who are like, give me the ball? Yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder because, I mean, in the past, a high school player like a guy like Reed Shepard is going to have the ball in his hand with the game on the line. Yeah. Like, there's just no other option. But a lot of these guys who go to these prep schools where there's, you know, five D1 high-level players there, you might not be in situations yeah. where you have to take over. Where oh, Well, you've got all these other guys you'll defer to. So, you know, whether or not you – it's probably harder to figure out who that guy is, you know, if someone can be that guy when they're surrounded by all these other guys, and, and you can defer. Um, so so a guy like a, a Reed Shepard is probably – my guess is going to have maybe a better ability going in because yeah. he's been in the situation where he's had, if he hasn't won right. the game, they're not going to win the game. And, you know, no offense to the rest of North Laurel, but, you know, he's on a different level than, than his teammates. Yeah. Well, thank you for, um, for helping me think through it. And um, thank you all for tuning in to the premier high school sports podcast. So Clark, any last minutes of advice before people have their New Year? I guess you need to clear off your calendar for New Year's Eve. Watch the playoff. Don't go out if you got a wife or girlfriend. Just go out some other time, right? Good luck with that. Or put the game on. Make sure the game's on. Wherever you go, make sure the game's on. My thing would be, you know, if you get a chance, if you're in Central Kentucky, take a day to go watch the the Lexington Catholic Tournament. Um, Reed and Travis, make sure to watch Uh, them. Good good players, good teams. Uh, Otherwise, just enjoy. Okay, thank you all. Happy New Year and hope you had a Merry Christmas.